Why, hello everybody, and welcome to Extreme Gaming Podcast. Today is the Enshrouded Special. It's the first one of our specials we've ever done, so it's like, it's a Sunday right now. Um, but we're all here, we've got a couple of people on from the community, and we're just going to have a general chit-chat about Enshrouded, because we all think it's an amazing game. So today, who have we got in the show? Well, we've got Grey, but he's muted, so he's meant to be professional, but... Hey, Gamer um... 25... <laughs> Great gamer twenty five. I'm completely enshrouded. That's why I was muted. So, you know. Hello, it's Trev and Star Trek goodness. Get us on the trek as well. That's Yoda, community member from Texas. <laughs> yeah, Love right, I'm, yeah, I'm Joe. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, another com- another community member, Joe. Joe's very quiet, but I'm sure we're we're gonna get we're gonna get the life yeah. out of him today. Um, how you all been? You all been alright? Yep, oh, yes. yep. My family, ain't too, game, man. my family ain't too happy that we're recording on a Sunday um, <laughs> when we should all be Why? chilling. Because oh, okay, okay. when you've got four kids, you're supposed to be doing things at the weekend, isn't it, Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, how you all been? Uh, I don't know, Trev, I just have to say, you, you look like you've been tangoed. Uh, it's the first shirt I could grab. I thought I would, uh, Yoda was inspiring me with football, so I decided to do one of my own. Yeah. I'm wearing a shirt, he's not. Yeah, so. I was, uh, I was thinking before I come I'm on, I'm just going to warn, shirt. I'm just going to pre-warn all of you, um, because they've all okay. turned up with football backgrounds. You do realise yeah. we're not no, on a football no, no. podcast and we're not going to be right talking here. about football. Wait, blame Yoda. Is this a Manchester United podcast? No, nah, you got the wrong one there, mate. <laughs> no, and, man, I'm out of here. And going Texas does not go with the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> you you right. do know I'm the only one with an enshrouded background. Yeah, Grey did make an attempt to make an enshrouded background, but it's funny because he's covering the title enshrouded, and you could just see a house behind him. He could oh, almost be living next door got, to I Trev got, with that background in have, round your way. Isn't it, can I, yeah. <laughs> right. So off, don't worry. The way this is going to go down, we're going to have to try not. We've got quite a few people on, so we're going to try our best not to talk over each other. But it might be pretty hard. But so we'll try. Um, and the way we're going to do this is we're just going to have a general chit-chat um, about Enshrouded. So the game came out probably, what was it, two weeks ago now? And mm-hmm. literally, I've pretty much maxed out the game so far. I'm level 25. Um, and I suppose we should start really with about a brief bit about Enshrouded, what it's about. Um, does any of you want to say what, what your version of the game is? How What you think of it? Zelda uh, Simulator. It's a what? Well, you want... Zelda Simulator. Yeah. Zelda Simulator, right? Well, the thing is, that we spoke on the regular podcast about this, and I wanted Trev to play it because Trev, Trev's played all of the Zeldas. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have played Zelda. Uh, Yoda, I think you played yeah. Zelda, aren't you? Oh, you played it as well, have you, Joe? Played a, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, pretty much, it, it's sort of like they've. I wouldn't say it's a Zelda. It's not. It's not Power World we're talking about. It's not a complete and absolute copy of of Pokemon. You know, it's not the same. <laughs> not the same sort of thing. I just said that because I know Ross weren't here. Um, but what we do think they've done is they've sort of taken bits of all the good games. Imagine you've got a mashup of all the games you like, like Enshrouded. You've got Fable. Um, all the little games that you used to like, all the survivals, Rust. It's like they took the best bits from all of them and they put them all into this one game. And, you know, for being a early access, the game is so polished. It's To me, it's like a finished game. Um, the only thing that's not finished about it is I've got to the point where I've got nothing left to do in game. I've done everything. 
nonsense. You reach the cap, no way. the levels, and yep. maybe the level cap and, and the missions, but there's exploring, there's leveling you, up did, other things. Yeah. Come on. Did you see every single uh, cave, every single castle, every single underground <laughs> mine? Dude, I've dug uh, every single cave. No, you haven't covered it all then. Um, no, I've, I've, I've got things not, to discover. This is no lie. I've um, uncovered every part of the map that I can at the moment because you do get... All right. You do sort of get some barriers. So when you get right to the north of the map, um, you actually get like a gateway between the mountains, which they've obviously put in game because that's as far as they've got. And you know how you get the spires in game. Um, so what you do is you yeah. get a spire. When you do like the puzzles and like the parkour and stuff to get to the top of it, it unlocks mm. a place where you can literally like fast travel to and then you can sort of glide off and it gives you like a so right. far that you can glide to and you can use them spires as like sort of uh, starting points to go to missions. So I've unlocked all of them. And when you get this far to the back of the map, there's actually spires that are on the map, but they're all sealed up. They've got nothing in them. And that's, that's obviously where the developers have got to their like part where they're still developing. And so what they did is they they sort of built like mountains all the way around because the the maps have have you seen the size of the map? Oh, it's, yeah, it's humongous. Huge. It's yeah. humongous, but the game is probably in one sixth of the map so far. And because of the mountains are so high and they've sort of made it so you can't get past them yet, um, where the gate system is going through, that's all red, so you can't go into that section yet because obviously you're going to need more flame altars to sort of get through there. And and for people that haven't played it, a flame altar is what you use to build your base. It's the flame in the middle of your base. And the way that the mechanics of the game work is, if you start off a level one flame, bits that of the shroud on the map, which are blue, you can go in. Bits that are red, you can't. Now, every time you get a flame level up, them red bits will become smaller and smaller so you can explore more and more. It's got a really good way of leveling it so that you can't go into the areas you're not supposed to at an early age. Um... You mm. just get killed. And then what happens is, I'll let Yoda tell you, because what happens when you keep going in the red, Yoda? You die. And what keeps happening to you? I die. <laughs> How many more ways can he say it? I mean, no, so he was telling, no, because the thing is, before the podcast started, he started telling me what he's, the, and I said, I said, is there anything you want to put on the podcast? He said, one thing I do want to talk about in the podcast is how when you die, how you I have die. to get back to your bag because oh, yeah. it stays on the map and it leaves you a red skull on the map and it just bugs you that your dead body's there. Yeah. And he was yeah. saying, even though he might not have anything in that bag, it might be like one bone or something really crap. Right. But, but go on, explain. <laughs> now, it, like I have this catch in my brain that I have to go back to my tombstone and I have to get whatever I left there, even if it's nothing, to the point where I spent like an hour trying to get... Uh, to my tombstone yesterday and I probably died three or four times until I finally said, okay, it's not worth it. <laughs> Man, you've got a real problem with OCD if that's the case. No, I do understand what he's saying because it, <laughs> do you know what? I've had it where like I went into my cousin's game and he needed help and he was, he's, he was finding it hard. Yeah. So I went into his map and I was like, what's with these things you've unlocked? Cause it was when I first mm -hmm. started playing and it was like red red markers all over his map. So I went to one of them and I was like, there's a bag there, picked it up. And what it was is because he keeps dying and then just doing a different mission. And then he dies and he goes somewhere else. He dies, he goes somewhere else. And he's leaving bags all over the place. So, you know. But do you, Nick, do you, do you know much about the, the lore of the game without spoiling it? Because 
I know you're going to talk about a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm 13, 14 hours in, so I've got a good feel for the start of it, but I yeah, well, want you if... to spoil the end. But what's the game about? Is there a story behind okay, it? Okay, so I was going to say to you, if you like the lore and that, you started way after me, what's the story? Did Did you get a story out of it or not? Hardly anything at the start. Someone told me it was something to do with mankind was almost extinguished and there's something to do with these minerals that you can collect and yeah because i think the, the shroud, problem there a story. is and i'm not going to lie the problem for me is is i don't genuinely stay on these games for a long period of time and i don't really like reading a lot of stuff so what happened with me is i obviously didn't assume i was going to enjoy the game as much as i did so i got in the game and i was like whatever skip that skip that skip that started playing and thought oh this game's amazing and then i started i was too late to go back and realize but the only thing, the way I can describe what I know is, is that you're a person and something's gone wrong and there's these roots that have popped up all over the map um, and they basically bring the shroud. And so the whole of the area very quickly, because if you read all every mission, you'll get these little write-ups and you sort of try and collect all of them. They don't do anything. They just give you the story and it's got a whole section for lore. Um, but if you read them, because I read, I read quite a lot of them at the beginning... They will tell you little stories about different people and what they do. Um, but even with them, I've enjoyed reading them, but I have a terrible memory, so I can't remember any of them. But they do. If you notice, when you read them, they have normal writing, but then they have the italic writing that tells you yeah. something. So it might say, oh, we came into the caves. We was being chased by wolves, blah, 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 blah. And then in the italic writing, it'll say, I've buried my treasure by the wooden fence with a skull above it. And then you know that if you go and find that skull above it, it's about like Sea of Thieves. If you go there, you can dig and you'll find a gold or silver treasure like chest. Um, you know? Cool. I'm, I'm kind of like lore... you, uh, Nick. Mm-hmm. I just, I like, I don't want to re- spend that much time reading that much. So what I usually do is I kind of skim through it. And if I see something important, then I, then I stop to read it. Otherwise, I just kind of like speed read. Yeah. Well, okay, I, was, I was reading all of them um until i got into like the second half of the game and then i found it hard because normally you've got like bad guys on your tail so you run you see the you see yeah. the red shining in a tent or something you run in there and you get it and you start reading it and then you just get smacked with something Getting from smashed yeah yeah so you're like yeah. you can always get back to them though yeah well I've, yeah. I've just like sort of done that and left a lot of the stuff i probably haven't even found um and i don't even know if like what's in the chests around yeah. them or if there's certain chests which are specific to certain things because i know magic he was showing me that he has gone to level 30 chests all over the place when he's restarted the game and he had these swords and uh axes that i've not even got yeah. yet and yeah I, i've i've experienced some of what magic did there's there's wooden chests silver chests and gold chests so yeah. as you go around there could be chests yeah uh, but there's you know, also like... different chests so you'll get a normal silver and a normal gold but when you get into the later game, you'll get gold, but it will have like encrusted gems on the on the chest. Okay. So that I, I don't think I've gotten level. to the encrusted gem thing. But what I did like though is I got a couple of silver and gold chests that actually had weapons in it, which was nice because I didn't have to enhance my weapons. I got them practically already somewhat enhanced, yeah. and then I just kind of take it from there. I found a mace that was great. I said, it was so good. I just I I already enhanced it all the way, all five set, all five settings. Yeah. So now right, it's, so epic. it's epic. I'll tell you what. Let's talk about the weapons then. Um, you say you mace. liked the mace. Well, I was given a mace, and I don't normally use the mace that much. But I looked at it, and I was going like, "Wow, this seems pretty cool." What, what, so then what as I s- color was it? Go ahead. It's a uh, oh god, it's a uh, uh, 
I think it's like a bluish color yeah. or something. But Legendary. but they, but you you can advance it five different you know shots all the way up to like oh if it's got whatever. five then it's legendary yeah right yeah. so i went all five i just i went and got Should i didn't meet up a bunch of guys in the shroud by the way in case i don't want to get too far ahead but when you go into the shroud you see all the enemies in the shroud when you beat each enemy in the shroud that are walking around you get runes the more runes you pile up the more you can you can uh, uh advance your yeah, weapons upgrade your weapons Exactly. But so I went in there that, just piled up about 100 or 150 rows. The reason runes why and... I was shocked when you said the mace, though, is because I found the maces to be very, very slow-paced. Like, yeah. it is. Spin yeah, it, around right. and they're really, really yeah. slow. Um, yeah, but if you but I timed it out so I know when to, like, hit it. And, man, it's, wow, you hit one thing with that thing, and they take some serious punishment. Um, like, see, 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 before you jump to much further into it, Nick, um, I know a lot of us sped, uh, sp- uh, speed read all the notes and the lore at the start, and I'm guilty of this as well, right? So we don't fully know what it's all about. But I tried to do a quick Google while you guys were chatting, and what it, what it's saying so far, just a little small blurb, says the realm of Embervale is lost, Embervale, and their greed for magical power, your ancestors unleashed a pestilence that consumed the world. Uh, and Shrouded is a game of survival, crafting, action, RPG, combat, set within a sprawling voxel-based continent. I don't know what voxel-based means, but that yeah, sounds cool. So voxel <laughs> is basically like hexagon. Is that not a place in London? No, yeah, it is voxel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of the enemies. I'm voxel. So really? it's called voxel because it's like, imagine a hexagon block. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. It means that you can hammer away at it and it will chip bits off in that sort of space. So what you yeah. can do in this game is you can you can actually disintegrate any part of the map, anything, any building, everything's destructible, and they're called mm. voxels, like, as you're it's chipping like into Minecraft them. Minecraft is a voxel game as well. So it's ah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, That's but Minecraft can, sense. can you dig all the way through the planet into space? And I nearly thought about doing that. I don't he, think he, he, already, he already buried himself through a mountain to see, the, see what was on yeah. the other side. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I, do you know what? We're, we're going we're gonna to stick on the weapons for a second because right. otherwise I'm going to go off. I can tell you loads of stuff about all the other stuff that I've done. But yeah. um, so I'm just going to say to everybody, there could be spoilers on this for the game as well. There could be loot spoilers and stuff like that. So if you don't want to hear about things that's coming in the game in front of you, then uh, this is not for you because we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff. That no end game. That's all I ask, mate. No yeah. end game. That's there all. is well, no we, end we game on this game at okay. the moment. We don't have to say the names of the spires. We don't have to say where they are, so that way it won't spoil. We'll yeah, well, we're, we're talking about weapons. So you were saying how you use the mace. Now, I I early on got this legendary axe, very yeah, fast, same. very fast paced axe. Was it a skinny headed axe or was it a massive axe? No, it was it was a fat fat axe. I just fat said it axe. Wrong. I don't know why. Uh, fat axe one handed in the the shield. So I like. Uh, you got a one-handed shield and axe. Yeah, legendary, legendary. Yeah. Oh, see, I haven't even got that. So it I mean, just shows you have the that this game. One arm and the sword in the other. So you're there's you know. there's two-handed and one-handed axes. Yes, yeah. I've got a two-handed. They're, they're different yeah. weapons. I have a two-handed mace, exactly. Yeah, because what me and Yoda I've... was talking about yesterday when we was playing this is is how you can switch from weapons so easily because it's you you don't it hasn't let you go down one path. Now there is a um, unlock system where you can unlock what characters you want to go and you can go down the path of doing a certain build but I found it that I can go from an axe to a bow to a wand um, and the way it works is you, you can have all of these weapons at one time so you have 
you have a sort of melee. Is it melee? But I know we're going to take the melee. 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 It's in the, it's in the a, month. Think, think the month and you'll be sorted. We got a clip melee. on Think that. of the month. <laughs> melee. May, uh, May, June. Melee. May, June, July. Melee. Think think the month and you'll pronounce it correctly. What, May? Melee. The month of May. Melee. May. Is that May not Lee. working for you now? May. M-A-Y-L-A-Y. M-A-Y-L-A-Y. Melee. Melee. That's all you gotta that remember. works better. Melee. Yeah. All right, we'll go with that. Um, I forgot what I was even talking about now at the beginning. But yeah, so <laughs> so you get one like that with, that with a sword or an axe or whatever. But then you also carry a magic wand, which is a, literally a little wand. And the thing about the wand is the wand can... It's got no ammunition, so it always can fire. It doesn't use anything because um, your other stuff uses mana, but this doesn't. So you could just keep spamming it and it'll keep firing off at a certain rate. So the wand is really good for killing people when you haven't got nothing left. Then you can have a staff, which obviously the staff has like potions uh, and scrolls, which will be like fireball or electric, electrocute and stuff like that. Um, And then you've also got a bow as well. So you can have a bow equipped at the same time as well. Now, with the long range weapons, you can actually put a quick fire key, which I haven't seen in many other games, Um, but it's really cool. So say I've got my like my uh, axe and shield and i'm fighting with an axe and shield but then someone's running at me from over there i could just quickly press a key like i think for you like it's q you just press it and as you press the q it will fire off a bow and arrow at the person in the background and then go back to the sword and that well quickly i want to make a i want to make a comment on what you said i thought that was one of the greatest features i've seen because i i put my bow i'm going for more for a ranger build so i like i like shooting the bows and arrows etc and when I saw that you could just hold down Q and instantly change to the bow and then right back again as soon as you let go of it, brilliant. But it's not just brilliant. the bow. You yeah. can have the one. I don't know about oh, I know, the one. You know. can have, you can the, have the star. Yeah, whatever you load into that slot, right? Whatever you load into that slot. But I thought it was brilliant. It's great. I'm sitting there going like, wow, man, I just flip back and forth. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, well, that's one thing it. about this game that's really, really good is the keys are so simple. Everything's so yeah. basic. It's literally a mouse scroll or you can press one to nine on your keyboard or whatever it is. And that's all the buttons. The rest of it's jump, jump, plus, run. Plus, there's two hot bars as well, which I've never seen in a right. game yeah, before. So you've got maybe a... if you, maybe if you play MMOs, I don't play them. Yeah, so you've got like yeah, there's more than one. You've got like the one to eight hot bar, and then you just press one key, and it switches to another one. And yeah. that, I found that so good because what I've been doing is I put I put like, and I don't know if any of you do this. I have like my weapons and stuff in the top hot bar, but underneath my axe, which is the first slot, I will put a uh, a mace in the slot below and it's funny because you were saying about a mace gray now the mm-hmm. maces are very slow to hit but they're very powerful yeah so you know when you go to the spire i don't know if any of you realize that there's loads of uh brass like urns and that in the spire yep i've yeah. been smashing every one of them yeah. they give you high level loot for whatever level yeah. you are they will give yeah. you high level yeah. stuff like brass or whatever so what i do is on my quick bar is i have my axe but i don't want to be hitting using my axe to break stuff mm. down so what i do club. is yeah, so what I do is I quick change my hot bar and it switches to my other axe and then uh, to my like to the um, mace and then I'll use that slowly to smash everything up. Is that what you lot do or not? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I I switch. I haven't done I, that, but I will now. I have a. Uh, I found out. I found out. Just I don't know why, but I I have a club, but it's a spiked club, right? It's only like level three or something, whatever. Oh, same. But. I found out that the club breaks those things better than the axe and better than even my mace. Yeah. yeah. Got, it's because just... of the type of damage it does. If yes, you look at the weapons, right. 
there's different category uh, damage yeah, types. like blunt yep. or slice or... Yeah. or cut I've got a question or, for Gray about the, the weapons. You you get the two-handed club, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it, or the two-handed mace, mace, yeah? Mace, yeah. How do you find that? Because obviously it does a lot of damage, but it's slow. And, you know, we, we, we know you're like sometimes with certain games, Gray, so mm-hmm. you've no shield to protect yourself, so you're not getting busted up, man. No, I'm not because uh, first of all, I played games before with maces, and I generally don't pick them because <laughs> that's of that. a famous line. I've played games before with maces, right? But the, but the mace in many other games is about a second or two slower yeah. than it is in Enshroud. So really? this one is actually, yeah, definitely, no doubt about it. So in this one, it's not that it's that fast either, but I can time it out. If something's coming at me, I know when to tap it because I know it'll take that second to to wind up. Okay. And I've been, and I've been smashing a lot of enemies with that. Now well, I'm going to send him one of my limp, my bloody orange axes that are all super fast. Literally, it's going. Bum, 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 bum. Just I'm just like people can't even get to me. I <laughs> mean, my my mace I have is pr- pretty strong, and my bow I got a an epic bow, uh, and I got them all out of out of just the the, the chest. Yeah, well, it seems like it. it seems like there's a lot of weapons in this game because I went into yeah. Magic's game, my cousin's game, comics game, and I've seen weapons that I've not seen in my game at all. Um, yeah. And as you go further on, they start getting much more like scrav- extravagant and, and like all painted mm-hmm. and like all, like I've got an ax that I got near the end um, and it's like massive and it's all art. It's like all swirly, the bit of the ax and that. Um, and I also I, I, got this other thing, which was like a, a really detailed, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, it was nothing. It didn't even look like a weapon. It's like a bit of art. Go on. Sorry, Trev. No, uh, I was going to say, you're saying it's uh, a beautiful... Obviously, the design is like really nice looking. This game, including the environment and the items you get, especially the like the indicator to show what item it is you're, you're carrying, the level of detail and polish, I know uh, Nick touched on it before, is phenomenal. This is, he said before, an early access game this could be a full release and you wouldn't notice any difference. I've barely encountered yeah, a single This is better than a lot of full releases. Yeah, yeah it and it was only £25. Yeah. Pounds Especially lately, all. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is the way it should be. People, don't bring out games unless you can get it to that level. Like, it's not difficult. Well, yeah. it is difficult. Okay, no. then. So yeah. what I'm going to do yeah. is I'm going to go through us one by one and see all what right. combinations of weapons we all feel is best um, and say your level of what character you are so that we can sort of sum up how far you're in. So go and start with you, Gray. I'm trying to remember my level. I think I'm at... Uh, it's because he's at level five. one, isn't he? He's level one, isn't he? No, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> at like five, I'm at five no, or six. No, he's been playing. I've seen him play. Oh, yeah. It's level 66, I'm... no? No, 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 no. Level 69. <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm, I'm at level five or six. And for now, my my two best weapons are my epic mace and my epic uh, bow. Now, I do have a sword and I do have a uh, a spike club and whatever. Um, but I, my main two weapons for now is that until I decide, and I haven't, and I have not made or crafted a shield yet. Um, I plan on it, but there's so many, that, that's, what's cool about this game. There's so many things I want to do and I'm just going like, what the hell do I want to do first? Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, Oh, should I do this? Should I? And I've been finding out now I love to explore like you do Nick. So I'm like running all over the freaking map and just, you know, dropping all. Yeah, well, the good thing is to explore is sometimes, um, just for like an example, because of the world so destructible and stuff like that. I was looking, and uh, Joe, I know you was doing the same thing. You kept saying to me, I can't find the sun temple. I can't find the sun temple. Yeah, yeah, that one. And that was where you had a fight with that, like, that, like, 
floating yeah, like yeah. boss. Now I I was actually remember I said oh I was trying to get it and mm-hmm. I said to you, oh it's in the shroud. That was another version of that boss that I found somewhere yeah, else. Um, they were everywhere around yeah. there. But do you know what I noticed is with that sun because there's a sun um, temple and it's underground and. This is the crazy thing about this game. You find these buildings underground and hidden all over the yeah. place. Um, <laughs> yeah. And what I did is I just went to that random area where it said, because uh, if you get to like where your mission is and it's above you, like on a mountain or if it's under the floor, it will say above or below. And so I yeah. got there and it just said below. And I was like, man, I, I can't find this place. I don't want to jump into the shroud because I don't know if I'll be able to get back out. And you've only got so much time because you get like six minutes or whatever. Um, so I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to dig down. So I just dug where the marker was and I just dug straight down into the floor. Yeah. I finally fell through and I was on top of the gold chest behind the boss. <laughs> so oh, I, well, that's so, genius, by the way. I never <laughs> thought to do that. Yeah. So I just yeah, opened the mean. chest, got it and I completed the mission and then I warped back. <laughs> There's a, there was a video I watched where a guy did a similar thing. Uh, it, if one thing about that again I really like about the game is just because you come up to an enemy that is kind of strong look at your surroundings before you charge in because there's yeah. things you can do you can climb up on stuff where they can't reach you can sit there and and and, uh, and shoot him with a bow and and get his get his strength down or kill him completely without having to face him you know one on one yeah how and many of also... you how many of you have jumped up on a on onto a ledge and just got your wand and it's like bang 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 yeah, bang bang <laughs> I've been using the bow, and the bow's great. I've been taking out enemies two levels higher than me by just uh, pummeling them. Uh, let's you know. hear everyone else's. Um, yeah, yeah. So, right, Joe, go on. You're next. Yeah. As you're next to the grey. Yeah. So I'm level twenty-five. Um, Max woo. level. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a using a sword and a shield mainly with a bow, and then I've got three wands: one's fire, one's ice, and one's what, electric. So you, you use all three Wait, of them. You play, are you playing it just now? Yeah. Well, I've hey, got it on my other. <laughs> so you're deep yeah. you're deep in it now yes yeah, wow. i've never thought yeah, about yeah. that to have because do you know what? Yeah, that's so quite much... genius because like different enemies get treated differently yeah, by yeah, different yeah, yeah. I, so you i've got so much hot hot bar space that it doesn't matter having lots of different weapons on your hot bar yeah so that's quite a good idea that worked for you great get and each it type doesn't of take up backpack space if yeah. it's on your hot yeah. bar, it doesn't take up space in your backpack. Yeah, because early yeah. on, the backpack space is a killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm con- I'm constantly, you know, dumping things in my chest and going back out again with a, a more empty backpack. However, if you get the hunter, you can upgrade your backpack. But I've only got the I got the cra- uh, was it the blacksmith? I just got the hunter. Yeah, that's it on the NPCs so far. Well, I do want to get the al- alchemist though, because I read that the alchemist is the only one that can you can actually craft a shroud uh what do they call it a shroud something i can't remember the name of it now um <laughs> oh shroud core shroud core <laughs> yeah, yeah oh a shroud core he can he, and i'm going like really i'm going like because i can need those for recipes and stuff that yeah. we're doing in the game so now i'm going like oh damn i gotta go see about getting him but i don't know if i'm i'm leveled up enough to get the alchemist yet yeah well, well, i'll get them as soon as possible because yeah. No, yeah 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 well, i'm gonna try to level up well, the thing is joe with with gray what gray does is He's like Dora the Explorer. So he'll get into the yeah, game like level it. one. I love and it. He'll go around the whole map at level one before he starts doing any missions. <laughs> oh, shiny. Oh, shiny. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Shiny. He just wandered about yeah. going, I wonder what this is. I wonder what that is. I can't do anything because I'm too low, but I wonder what all of it is. And he just does yeah. that, like wandered around. But um, one of the main but things you want to do. It's, it's, 
it's just the it's the thrill of being able to do something like that yeah because some games won't allow you to yeah and what you want to do though is you want to get the first missions done where you're collecting your people because that's what really opens mm-hmm. up the crafting and we're going to talk about crafting and stuff like that in a little while um but yeah it's just absolutely massive uh parts of the game right so i'm next in line so for me i very quickly learned i got very early on a um axe which was uh a legendary axe and it was a it was a weird axe it was it didn't look legendary it was just like a a a wooden like handle with a little tiny it just looked like the tree axe you know because you get the tree axes because in this if you want to mine or you want to cut things down you can actually use real axes and real um like tools instead of like a hoe and things like that you can use that to do your stuff in base but then when you go out fighting you can use an axe for something else and they're different types um, so I've been using the legendary axe, which has been maxed out. Uh, I think it does about 80 damage on one strike, but it's got like really fast strikes and it's got a knockback and it's got a, a life leech. So every time I hit them really fast, it knocks them back and it takes a bit of their life and gives it yeah, to the me. Life leech is great. Yeah, yeah, it's I've really got a good. ring that does that. Yeah. Yeah, so like it sucks their life. Um, but I've also, and this is going slightly into sort of like the unlocks of the character progression, which we'll talk about as well in a little while, is your you can build a character. It's got a lot of builds. So the way it is, it's like a spider web that goes out and all around it, you've got like, say, a magician and then you've got like barbarian and you've got a warrior and there's all these different characters you can go for and they all unlock different stuff. Um, in my build specifically... To go with my weapons, I the first things I unlocked was double jump, because that is amazing. That lets you get anywhere. Um, and then with double jump, you can get double double jump and um, like a, a sort of power slam with your axe. Now, in the game, you get these two bad guys, which are like... It's like a man that runs at you, and he's got two meat cleavers, and he's got like green glowing stuff on him. I don't know if you... I walk... hate that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah, that guy chases you across the map everywhere, man. He does, yeah. He's the only guy that can get up on top of things as well. He jumps on top of roofs and everything. So if you're on a roof, he? he'll, he'll jump jumping up and down at you until he gets on the roof, yeah. I just thought he wanted an autograph. Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah, that, man, get, that geezer's after you, man. You just shield, man. <laughs> Yeah, but he and he's got really, gotten to him yet. He's so. got really fast, really fast paced like slices with his um with his like hatchet. And the funny thing is I actually got his hatchet off of one of them as a weapon. Which oh, I I've nice. only seen once. Um so that's a weapon that's out there nice. that you can get. But um yeah, so with the double jump and this legendary sword and me unlocking this like downward slice, I can do this thing now where whenever enemies come running at me I can just keep jumping up and down and and pressing my button. And what I do is I jump up, do a roly-poly, smash my weapon on the floor. It's like a ground pound thing. Do you want to tell the Americans what a roly-poly is? You don't know no, what a roly-poly is? These two will, but other people won't. No, I got that down. All right, Yoda, do you know what a roly-poly is? When you dive and roll. Yeah, he knows. What do you think he is? He's only no, in I Texas. Said, what are you trying I to say about the, these Texans? I said with the exception <laughs> of these two, they know what it is. They're part of our community, but a lot of Americans I, might not know what a roly-poly is. Well, I'm, I'm a generally round shape, so I'm, I'm <laughs> well-versed <laughs> in all things rolling. I was just going to say that when you carry a few extra pounds like I do too, and it, you, you, know, you, you tend to get that expression, hey, roly-poly. <laughs> cheap way to get to work, I guess. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It rolls it his be, way right? there. You live, but, if you live at the top of the hill, if you live at the bottom, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps rolling back. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But um, no. Yeah, so I've got this double jump and this slice, and what happens is I'll do a double jump. It doesn't matter how many enemies come at me. Say there's like 20 of them at the bottom of me. I just jump, and as I slam my weapon down, it knocks all of them back about two or three meters, and they all take nice. a massive hit to their life. So it hits everybody at once. So if you notice when you go out at nighttime, you get loads of them like monsters like creeping around with their sticks and that, like the blue ones at the start. As you get later in the game, it becomes lots of them, and you can go into an area. Uh, I don't know if you've done this yet, but sometimes you want to get through things quick. So you just run, jump, and glide, and you glide through the town. And as you go through the town, they all start marching after you. And what it is, they get to the other side, and I just jump up and down. And as long as I've killed the ones that fire, like, the sort of crossbows at you with, the, like, the fire bombs, mm-hmm. as long as there's none of them, yeah, as long as none of them are around, because they put, like, a circle over you, and then it blows up the area. As long as they're not around, mm-hmm. I can jump up and down. I just keep smashing my axe on the floor, and I kill everybody around me. So that's what I technically use. The only other thing I'll use is I'll use a wand if I have to get up on a ledge to, to get something I can't get. Because there are some real serious, like, um, like monsters out there, some bad guys. Uh, and then I keep my bow and my uh, staff only for when there's something I need to kill. Like, And I, I'm finding it hard. Because otherwise the staff runs out really quick, I find. So mm. uh, that's my weapons. Anyway, what about you, Trev? Um, oh, I'm, I, I'm level 25 I, as well, by the way. Uh, yeah, um, I'm level five, I think, at the moment. Um, I'm tr- I just managed to get the is it four NPCs? Um, yeah. I think I've got them all now. That was my goal. Um, and then they don't great, they don't always pop up in a five. Oh, I'm missing one. Yeah, have you got the they farmer? Always... <sighs> no, I've got the farmer. So you got, got the, the farmer, I've got the alchemist. Hunter, alchemist. Uh, Blacksmith, the woodworker, uh, hunter, the carpenter. I'm missing the woodworker. Yeah, that's it. it. Oh, you need him. They don't always appear on the left under your missions, Gray. I've noticed that they don't always appear there. You just have to go in the map and go. Oh, there's an altar and go to it. Um, But I keep my two hotbars very separate. Uh, At the start, I was having all weapons on one, like other people here have, and on the other one, I'd maybe have. Uh, all my potions and bandages and food and stuff like that as well. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to keep because the thing is, I never really played games with magic in them, so I keep forgetting I've got wands and stuff. I'm a, I'm a fighter. I'm a kind of the soldier type. You know, I go up and just yeah, but, bust them up and smash them up. Yeah, but that wand has got a very unique purpose. The I wand know, is I unlimited. I, I keep forgetting. I can't help it. I know. So there's another no, technique you can do it. You're doing like a cure thing. Even at you your can't levels. can't expect much from him. He's a Rangers fan. So. Yeah. No football. Well, how's, how's, man, how's man you doing right now? <laughs> don't, know, is... don't say anything. I haven't seen the match. Uh... <laughs> I should have said that then. Yeah, that Let's find the score. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I can tell you right now, they won or lost. Oh, or, they drew. or they drew. Um, <laughs> or they drew. Yeah. There is another technique as well in game that you can do. And you can do it in an early stage as well with your glider. Is... Yeah. It when and this is quite helpful for the bosses when you go down into the roots, which you will come across, is to jump, glide, use your wand because unlimited, and you don't have to aim it. It's auto aiming the wand. Did you know that? A lot, yeah, of, yeah a lot of weapons. Are, yeah. No, no. Oh, only... you can use the wand while you're gliding. No, no, no. So you glide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say there's a monster like in front of you. You glide over him. So you jump, glide okay. over him, and as you land, the wand is auto aiming. So as you press the wand, as you're turning around, it already starts hitting the monster behind oh, you. Yeah, yeah. 
you turn round and the wand will be hitting them, they'll start marching towards you. As they get like a meter away, you jump again, you glide okay, over there. Yeah. You just keep moving with your glider. They can't get you, but the wand will keep getting them. I, I need technique. to remember, Nick. I need to train my brain to yeah, use that more. Because there's bosses in there that you won't be able to kill with any weapon because they've got stuff. Like you'll come yeah. across this boss later on where it's like a, a mismatch of loads of, it's like loads of arms and legs sticking out of like a, like a that's horrible weird. It's just like a big thing with all arms and legs sticking out of it, and it opens up like something. Uh, I'm not going to say, but you can sort of imagine when you see it, um, <laughs> and then it fires out like light at you. Um, Trevor's intrigued now. He's like, I want to see is this. That, is it an Nicki Minaj? Something like that. Yeah. Um, oh right. Okay. Cool. Uh, but. It fires at you, and you can't get away from it. So the wand becomes really good at that point. I'm going to have to train myself to do that. At the moment, just now, as I touched on before, it's the one-handed, uh, like the fatter axe, uh, the purple one, so legendary. I've ranked it up a little bit, and I've got the shield. I think the shield's still the crap one, but I will literally parry the shot and then bust them up. But I have to be careful, like you say, because... There are some enemies that will, especially at my level, will one-shot me. So I have to use magic a bit more often and rank up my gear and equipment and stuff as well so I can withstand that. But yeah. Um, yeah. Right, moving on. Yoda, what, what do you use, dude? Man, I use a lot of stuff. I, uh, for the my ranged weapon, I'll switch back and forth between the bow and the staff because I have a, a legendary bow and I have an epic staff, and they're both really, really good. And um, then for my close in, my normal usage is I have two different ones. I've got a, a legendary fire and a rare uh, ice wand. And then um, I have a sword as well that I'll use for so like you're literally going all those loads. little critters are coming at you. Yeah. There's like eight or nine of them. You can just swing with a sword and kill all of them at once versus the one is just a single uh, yeah because yeah. as well as having so many weapons i find that my weapons break a lot because i go out for quite a long time before going back to base because you have to go back mm -hmm. to your base if you go to the workshop it will automatically repair everything but i find sometimes mine break so i actually take i i got lucky and got two legendary uh, axes that are the same at the same level completely so i keep both of them on my hotbar so i've got double the length of that weapon basically yeah, um, I do the same. Uh, not, well, not dual wield no, no, it's not dual wield, but when that one breaks, I, I just... need to add that to the game. Yeah, we need to fun. add that to the game. Like those uh, guys you were just talking about with the two uh, deals, because I actually found one that he had two of those axes on him when yeah. I looted him. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, why can't I dual wield him? Yeah, but I think that might be something they bring to the game. But right, let's yeah. move on. So uh, we've spoke about weapons. Next, um, I wanted to talk about the crafting in game. Um, what do you lot feel about the crafting? I know, Yoda, you were saying that the crafting is amazing in this game. So give us your outlook on what you think about it. It just feels so in-depth. There's so many different options that it's it's almost overwhelming. I mean, I'm only level 8 right now, so, oh, I, so I still already... have a lot of the game to experience. But but yeah. there's it just feels like there's so many options. Yeah, I even are. have missions to add more. So Yeah, so, yeah. so it's a bit of a long way around to explain, but... So what happens is, from my experience in game is, is when you start the game, because this is a game that mo not many games have this, but you can have multiple bases. So as you as your altar gets upgraded, and as you craft more stuff, you can upgrade your altar to more levels. Every time you upgrade, you get another altar you can use. 
So I've got, I think, now seven bases that I could potentially build around the map. And what this game does is very well and a good job at is when you start the game, say I start hitting a piece of stone, it will unlock stone. And then Mm -hmm. say I go to a higher level and I do something, I unlock refined stone. It will give me another block to base build with, which is like smooth stone. And then as you go through it unlocks loads and loads of different stuff. Like when you go to an old-fashioned... When you go to one of them old-fashioned houses, which are like Tudor houses where they've got the wooden beams in, um, mm-hmm. if you smash one of them up, you'll actually get a block for that kind of house, for that sort of texture. Um, and what this game does is it allows you to build a base out of basic material at your starting point where you're very low. And then as you go through the game and you go in different biomes and you go to different areas you can then unlock different rocks and, and skins for different buildings. So, like, now, my main base is made out of sandstone out in the desert, and it's got all, like, Aladdin's lamps and stuff all over it, and it's it's that theme. And, and what this does really well with the, the crafting and, like, levelling up of different stuff is even at level 25, you're still unlocking stuff, which you're like, oh, my God, I'm still... There's still more stuff for me to unlock. Like, flowers... It's crazy. There is so many flowers in this game. You've yeah. got a farmer. You can make a farm, and you can make any. You can grow anything on your farm, and you can put the soil anywhere because it's all like that that voxeled way you build. You can build anywhere. Like so, I've got now my base is. I've got my altar at the bottom, in all bone, and then you go upstairs, and then you've got a massive <laughs> room, and in the massive room, you've got all of my things that I've because as you craft through this game as well. Say um, you get these flowers. I can't remember what they're called. They're like blue flowers. Um, can you remember the name of them? Violets? No. There's flax? Yeah, um, flax. It's blue. Flax it is, yeah. So it's called flax. It's a blue flower. And then you can get like a spindle that you sit down at. Um, and if you put the flax in there, it will turn it into a different uh, kind of material. But even... So string, at... isn't Yeah, no, not string. It's another yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, it's oh. not string. Uh can't remember what the string called. is with the fiber yeah with the fiber but but the thing is as you do it i don't know if you've unlocked this but even at the end game you I, i'm looking through the different things to build and there's stuff there that i've missed i could actually upgrade to a bigger oh. spindle which is a bigger wheel like the one rapunzel has or rumpelstiltskin yeah, or whatever exactly. and I've, it makes it faster and so i've got like this whole room of different levels of the same things that do stuff and there's so many different crafting things, like for crafting metal, for crafting wood. You, it, it just the list just goes on and on and on and on. Um, just quickly, this is totally off tr- off subject. Did any of you notice? So Trev's got a team of a football. He's got a picture of a football team behind him. Did you notice when he was standing back in his room, he was yeah. perfectly in line to yeah. be yeah, standing in that photo. When you started to walk back, yeah, go back yeah, over there. You- because I want to clip you it quickly. Like stop, stop. Bit there yeah, stand there. Get a picture of that, Gray. Yes. <laughs> I got it. Yes. Right, sorry for anyone listening. That is totally... We, 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 I, we got put that. I got it. We I am the 12th member of the team. That was well funny. You look like the goalkeeper. <laughs> well, that's a goalkeeper boy. shirt, so yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll put that in the Discord so people can see it. That was a little funny side thing. Um, But yeah, the crafting is so, so big that... I also feel like it's not a too much of a grind, even though it's massive. You quite happily want to go out into that world and find that stuff. 
Like, there's mines all over the place. I love it that there's mines all over the place. Like, you'll go, you could be walking past the cliff and you'll be like, hold on a minute, there's clay up there. I need some of that. And you just go and you just go and sit there. And you just take it. And it doesn't yeah. feel, it, it really doesn't feel like a chore, like some games are. It yeah. feels like, yeah. I don't mind doing this. And you've also got then that secret sort of feeling as well. That like, as you're hitting this clay away, am I just going to come through to a room or something? Am I just going to find right. something? Am I just going to come out the other side of this cliff that I can't get over? Because um, I, I have been very tempted to dig a hole because I've been trying to get loads of stone to build my base. Re- I've built like a, a spire and it goes up about 30 floors so that I can glide anywhere on the map. That's what I'm trying to do. So I keep going back to the same place to dig a hole. Tower of Babel. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I was wondering, at the edge of the map, technically it's not red on the left side. So I was wondering if I could dig through the mountain if I went long enough and get into a piece yeah. of map that's secret. It's not. It's not the bloody Great Escape, man. That's not how it works. <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was in the Truman Show. You know where he goes for the war at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't blame you, Nick, because I would like to do that, but I don't want to take the time that that long a time. But I would love to do that. That's yeah. Cool. Well, on one of the recent updates, they changed it. So you know when you put your altar down and you get a red square around your base, and as you upgrade your altar, that square gets bigger and you get more space. It gives you mm-hmm. a massive area for building a base. When we get into base building in a little while, um, but what I noticed is when you dig into mountains and stuff like that, if it's outside of your base square, yeah, within half an hour, it will actually reset. So the walls mm. will come back. So you can dig things outside of there because it will just keep regenerating. Um, but if it's in your square, then you can do what you want. You can dig a hole through I just, a wall. I just imagine something really funny. So you're digging your way through a mountain or something to get to that part of the map. And meanwhile, it's closing you in on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. And you'd be stuck inside a mountain. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, for for a tip, I'll tell you what, let's get into some base building no talk. Torch. So yeah, a tip. No, I definitely yeah. want to because I got to ask a question. You yeah, so uh, a tip for base building. Have you? Did any of you know, like there was a guy online and he was like, oh my God. I have just spent like four hours digging out a base with his pickaxe, yeah, in the bottom of his base, like the mud, to realise mm-hmm. that I can just remove the earth. So, did you lot notice? <laughs> hey, no. no. I'm not this far. Have any yeah. of you dug a base with a pickaxe? No. No. Oh, you're lucky then. So, when you get because the way the base building works is you've got like a line. Uh, of like eight different shapes and it'll be like two meters four meters and then there'll be roofs and then there'll be land and they're all different shapes and sizes and what you can do is you can technically go to like a big say say you go for an eight meter square block yeah what you can do is you can put get the stone put that block on the floor in your ground yeah and it will put a big square block in the floor but then you just right click to delete it and when you delete it there's an empty square there yeah, I, oh. I've learned that the hard way. You know what? There's a video I saw of somebody doing something like you just said. Yeah, he was trying to clean the floor up, so he put so he put the whatever it was in there. Yeah, and then he took it out, and then he took another piece of flooring that was the thinner one. Yeah, and just put it in and there. He, and he, yeah, then he dropped it in. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so if you want to build an underground base, what you could technically do is you just dig a little hole tunnel and then you just go down there, put a stone under the floor, delete it, put a stone under the floor, delete it, and it'll give you a square room under the floor. And then you can put walls in, um, which is really, really nice cool. tip. Can, so, can I... Sorry, when you're finished, Nick. Go on, that's right, I'm finished. It's uh, regarding the base building. It, uh, credit... I begrudgingly say this. Credit to Gray 
what I mean by that is Grace stole it from someone else in one of these bloody YouTube things. Um, <laughs> that's another story. The only way to do it. One of these videos showed that you can actually make bases in one of the town, town little villages Boom. that you come across. That's yeah. what you I can go in there about. and build a base out of that. You've got certain limitations, mm-hmm. but I, I thought that was pretty cool. The only thing you have to do is make sure that your altar is upgraded to the max so that it encompasses the whole little village, and then you can pretty much barricade yourself in if you want something cool. I, yes. uh, to, because you brought it up, I was going to talk about that. And I'm, I, when I saw that video, I'm going like, wow, you can do that? So I just got to, and I won't say where it is, but I just got to that an area that, that is good like that. So I went ahead. Well, it doesn't matter. You can tell us. I've already told everyone the spoilers. So go for it. I forgot the, the exact name. He of doesn't the, know where, where it is. I'm at. Well, I don't remember everything, but I'm but I'm in a spot that that was perfect and it had a farm. It has uh, uh, several buildings, etc. So I put my altar down, and it covers like uh, I don't know, probably about sixty percent. So I got to keep on upgrading my altar so I can cover all of it. Then once I cover all of it, everything—the buildings, the, uh, the 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 farm, everything—is already there. The only thing I have to do really is just maybe patch up a roof or a wall, you know, here and yeah, there. Yeah, can you do that? Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of people are that's... against it. Well, see, I see. I think Why? that's wrong because I'm a perfect example. I don't. Not that I'm saying that that the base building isn't great. It is great, but for people that really like it, like maybe you, Nick, because and a couple other people like Magic or whatever. It's great, but I don't want to spend hours like you guys do to building stuff. So I just I like the idea that I can actually go there. Now I have a whole area, and now I can do just just a, a limited amount of building, just to spruce it up and plug up some holes, and then I'm done. Yeah, and that's exactly. You, how, I'm happy how, how about you, that. How do you plug the gaps though? Because a lot of these buildings are a bit dilapidated because they're like ancient. So you'll have chunks yeah. of the ceiling missing. So what do you, you can't fill in those I, chunks there where you'd have to break the whole ceiling and then fill it no, in no, with no, the parts no, that no, you've no, got? Nope, nope. I'm not an expert at the building, okay? But I saw okay. a video of a guy doing it. And he was showing how you could put a block down and then you basically take a piece of the roof and you patch it right in there and it goes right in. Because the way it works is, and this is another thing that's really, really good about this game, because everything is basically, it's like Lego. It's all made from different shaped blocks. That's it. So even though it looks like it's super detailed, because what they've done in this game is they give you all these different blocks, but you can actually go down to a, like a equivalent of like a one foot block in real life. So it's like a square size of your head block. Yeah. And you can actually use any different like texture of the blocks in the game and you can use them. So say I build a castle, but then I want to have like the top of the castle to be blocked off. I can put unique blocks down. If I want to have coving around inside of my inside of my room, I can make the block small enough that I can do that to the point that it's so detailed it can be like a realistic thing. I could literally build my house in that game out of blocks if I wanted to because there's so there's different shapes and like I I said to a couple of people before this game makes me feel a bit like Minecraft but but in the future. Because it's, better graphics. it's photorealistic. I was just say that with far it's, better yeah, graphics. Yeah, because it's not blocky. It's photorealistic, <laughs> yeah. but I can still do what I want. The problem you get with doing what Gray's done with his bases is the buildings are custom made in that village for that village. And like you say, a lot of them are broken and stuff like that. And you can't clip to them, basically. So what he has yeah. to do is, say you've got a building that's got a roof missing, you need to then layer on the thin, really skinny blocks so it gives you a base... Uh, say you mm. do like a, around the frame of the roof because you could go in there gray once you've put that altar down 
everything in that village is frozen in time. Right. So it's at that point it's frozen. So if you smash the roof off, that roof ain't going to spawn back. So what you do right, is you, you smash the roof off of it, and then you put your blocks around the edge of the roof, and then you put your own roof on, and then that is your base essentially. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, that's what I thought. Gray would said it. Well, would have said beforehand. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can do that, but I don't want to do that because I saw how the guy patched the holes, and it was far faster. He just went up there and went boop, 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 done. Uh, just patched just, up. Just to add on to the building thing, because I, like, I'm like Nick as well to an extent. I love the building aspect. That a lot of people know that one of my favorite games is Rust, although I've not played it in a long time. Yeah. Um, the building in that is brilliant. But the building in Shrouded is better, and that's a high bar yeah. because I'm surprised you said that. To, to be that fair, because we no, had this conversation high... on the regular pod, and it I went, "Trust high... me, it's better." And you were like, "Oh, I don't know." No, no, <laughs> it is better. Is it better in every single aspect? No, but for early access, like it's doing a but really do you good understand job. I mean, when I said to you with Rust, because obviously you play Rust a lot, and I said my actual answer to you was, "Rust is to keep people out. This is just for show." That's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, true, true, true. No, you've got a good point, mate. Another thing is they brought in the last six months or year was skins for the outside of your base, which yeah. you can have it make it look like a a, a saloon from a world, uh, you know, a wild, wild west. Yeah. You can make it look like a prison. Different skins on the outside, which is brilliant. But the building in this, yeah, it, it well, the is thing that I like better. about the building in this is it's so fast and so simple. Everything snaps together. Like we've all seen Fallout seventy six and Fallout four, where it's clunky and it doesn't really blend into the ground or it just just doesn't fit together nicely. This is flawless, and what this does is if it if you're if you don't know about it, it's called clipping. Is when a piece of a base will clip to another piece in the same position it's supposed to go. But on this, it will automatically clip to the next piece of the base. But if you don't want... So say I've got a 10-foot wall, and then I've got another 10-foot wall, but I only need to fill a gap for three feet, I can just put the three feet bit on there and press it, and it will... Uh... Why are you laughing? What's good? Have I said something funny, like with the snapping or what? Someone played no, a sound no. effect. Could have, been, could have been Trev. Oh, right. Or your, I can't or hear you. The podcast can't <laughs> hear me. I'm hearing it. I was just like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, don't tell them all, because they'll all be pressing no, it. I can't hear them. Talking about. But don't anyway, so about. like for the three-foot gap I needed to fill, if you was playing a regular game like Fallout, you would have a gap there, and you wouldn't be able to fill it. But what this game does is it lets you put it in that gap, and then it will blend it automatically into the wall that's already there. And yeah. what this does really, really well is, say you're putting a floor down, and it's an, a 10-foot square piece of floor. If you just put one 10-foot piece down... It will do the floor, and it will actually have a board around it that's really like art and detailed. But then, if I say, yeah. say I get two squares and I overlap the corners, what it will do is it will join them bits that join, and the border will stay on the outside of the whole thing. And it's got a really good way of doing that, and it really makes it really look good. So, that... in, on my base floor, I've got I've got bone in the middle, then I've got stone, then I've got polished stone, and then I've got something else, and I've got all more layered, and they all look like art. And the it makes clipping it... is re- really good in this, Nick, isn't it? Everything. Yeah. Snap- some build, some games where you build, it's you know what it's like. Half the time, it's a ball like, trying to get. And you're like, oh, it up. won't fit in there. It won't. Click. And then you miss click, and then it appears outside. You know? And if you do that in this game, the odd time you can right click and just. And it gives you that. material you, straight back. You, it doesn't you, lose it. 
it's not like Rust where you put a wall in the wrong place and you need to use a C4 to blow up or ask admin to remove it because <laughs> that's a nightmare. Is that man. what happens? So, yeah, well, if you put a wall down, oh, I shall tell like you have about five or ten minutes to remove it and then you can't remove it. You'd have to pickaxe it or blow up with a C4 and that's expensive. And that, bear in mind, they're trying wow. to base it on real life as much as possible. So that's why it's unfair to completely compare Rust and Shrouded. And Shrouded is some fantasy type game rust is supposed to be set on something more yeah. realistic so well this this basically i was saying this on a regular pod um this basically because it's multiplayer and it can have 16 people per server and you can have a dedicated server for this um the dedicated the dedicated uh. servers are i can't really see much use for them right now i'm sure they're going to bring in different rules and stuff that makes it work but at the moment, it's best for just playing. If I, it's like, say, Grey gets stuck on an area or a boss, I can jump into his game and I can help him, or I can take him in loot if he needs stuff. I can take him in loot or whatever. Um, but other than that, the multiplayer at the moment, it's 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 basic mm. and it's more about being on your own server. If you know what I mean. Yeah. All that really happens is you have a single player world and someone kind of appears in it, and it's not much. Yeah, and they kill yeah. yeah. you, and you wonder what happened. No, how would you improve that then? Because we, uh, sorry for but this ahead, is what I was about to say. So for me, it? what I think would be a good idea, what they can do is separate from the game we're playing at the moment, is they could bring out uh, like you do in Minecraft, how you get different types of worlds and different types of servers and stuff like that. They could literally bring out this map, and they you could have a custom server just for building stuff on. So, so say this is what I'd like to see in the game anyway. And as as I said that, I'm gonna say a question because red rock actually sent us a question in and it fits in with what i'm about to say so red rock said what is the feature you're hoping they add to this game and this would be my answer to this question so i might as well answer this and then you answer it after you lot um the feature i'd like to see added to the game is uh base protection so basically anything in my square that i put down in a server or in a world mm-hmm. only i can touch yeah so basically much like rust isn't it because if they did that, technically then you could have an open server. Because the problems they got at the moment is if you don't password your server and you go live with a server on your computer because it's hosted on your computer, what people are doing is you can go down the list for people that have not got protected servers with passwords. I can jump into their game and I can rob all their gear and I can leave, come back to my game. And mm-hmm. that was happening quite a lot. Now... If they'd done this base protection, so say uh, when I put a door down or when I did something, it would lock it all up, or even if they just could not damage inside my base square, you could open the server up, the world, when you've done whatever your game is or whatever, and I can allow the community to come into my open server because we actually had a dedicated server that Ruthless got. We could allow everybody in, and we can all go and make a base in our own area, and could you imagine what the server would be like do you remember that, like, Stampy Cat, I think his name was, was on YouTube. My mm. kids used to watch him, and he used to have a massive, massive world where he'd have all of these people in Minecraft just come in, and they'd build things for him, and he'd build stuff every day, and he had a massive world. But could you imagine if you opened it up to, like, a creative server that anyone could come in and build it on their square, as long as they didn't overlap someone else's square? Could you yeah. imagine some of the buildings we'd see in this game? It'd be amazing. Next, yeah, some really cool, like, villages and stuff. And yeah. Towns. Yeah, people I'm, I'm, put effort in. Go on, Trev. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the first person that can build like the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> but you, like, you I, always, <laughs> but you probably like could pretty do. easy. I mean, you, there, I, you always get those few people that just like 
make these unbelievable creations out of stuff. It's like, it's like crazy. Yeah, like look at Valheim. I made your casting couch in Valheim and it actually yeah, exactly. looked like a couch. <laughs> a casting yeah. couch? Did you not see in Valheim what I built him? So does, I, Gray, does Gray know what one one of them is? Yeah, I know oh, what that is. Hello, oh, I'm older than you. Casting couch, man. <laughs> oh, they they came from his say, day. Gray? Now you've got OnlyFans. <laughs> he, he, he he created the casting couch. Yeah. That's right. You do. But um, basically, I've, he had a couch behind him on screen. It, before he had his green screen, he used to have a couch behind him, and everyone used to go, "Look, it's Gray's casting couch." And we all took the piss out of him for ages about it. And then he he didn't get into Valheim. He went. He was out somewhere. So I built in the middle of our village this giant couch with arms and cushions and everything. It was and massive. It, and it was his, his house. Was huge. And didn't it look good though, Yoda? It I looked wicked. It. it was so great. Yeah. I loved it. It was like, man, I saw this thing. I go like, wow. I was like, that's really good. Yeah. Nick, I have, I have to agree with your point of what to be added to this game because it's almost the perfect early access game. Touch wood. I don't want to jinx mm-hmm. it, but it almost is. But the multiplayer could be a little bit better. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing for them. It's not. They've started early access. There's only so much they can do. But if they do what Nick suggested and make your own individual bases secure, like a lot of multiplayer games of survival games are, yeah. like like Rust, like Ark, where you can lock doors, lock chests, have a tool cabinet or something, then you could go and do stuff together uh, and, and safety and security. There's so much they could do with this game. They could take the enemies yeah. off this game, yeah, and they could call it um, Rust Enshrouded mod, yeah, and you could literally have it where you've got PvP on mm-hmm. just on that map and everybody's out to just blow each other up or whatever and go to war because you could literally do that with this kind of map. Could you imagine, could you imagine yeah, it's a PvP server, there's no monsters, it's just everyone versus everyone, and then we're like, right, let's dig a little tiny hole in the back of like this mountain. We'll go into the mountain and we'll build our base inside there so no one can find us and we'll go out raiding every day. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine some want, of the bases want, that you'd see yeah i want to know so if you can hire I, I want to know if you can hire any of the bosses to protect your uh your base <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty cool wouldn't it now that'd be neat like i'll um, like, just hire let's sit there and protect will you rectify just said 100 percent people will mod this game um it will oh, yeah. definitely are they going modded. to allow that sorry nick are they going to allow that does anyone know if the devs will get any yeah i haven't heard anything about that, that. I'm it often sure. happens when people don't allow, and if the game doesn't allow it, it will still happen. Yeah, it still happen anyway. Yeah, stop it. But this, you can find out it. if you go on uh, if you go on Nexus mods and just just you type want, in "crowded," you'll know. You want it officially done, ideally. Yeah, like Fallout, yeah, because it's, it's the biggest crazy. tools. But yeah, you're right. You're you're right, Joe. But the thing is, this this game for me, like my view on what you said, Trev, about the multiplayer is, <clears> and this is genuine, honest opinion, is you're too premature at the moment. When you get further into this game, you're going to... Yeah, when you get further into this game, yeah, you're going to think to yourself, actually... And I don't know if, Joe, if you feel the same about this because you've played it for a long time. But I sort of feel like, in the beginning, I was like, oh, it's not really multiplayer. It would have been better if we could all get on a server and play together. But then, as I moved on to level 10 up, say, I was actually, like, very, very protective. And I know Yoda's already like this because I said I'd come in his game and help him. And he was like, nope, don't worry. Stay in your game. <laughs> because, in the same. Yeah. yeah. Stay out, Nick. There's a sign on my yeah. server saying, stay out, Nick. Yeah, because what can happen is anything in your server can be taken away to somebody else's server. So if I technically come in and help you, you feel like I'm I'm opening your loot boxes and stuff. And this is right. what I was about to say to you. That's why this game's better played, as which is, I think, it's the best way of doing it is it's best being played single player 
but you will get to a point where you get stuck and you get you can't get any further without help and at that point you can invite who you trust in kill your boss and then they'll leave so you'll get your multiplayer that way you know yeah, By the I, way, while you while you guys were talking, that. I looked up. I went to Nexus mods, and yep, there's a whole bunch of mods for Enshrouded already. Already, man. who yeah, who oh, said yeah. that to Gray? Now we're gonna get million mods. The big gates, yeah, you ten million gates. <laughs> you watch, yeah. you'll have a mod, well, best only, there, weapon in the a, game. There's a problem, not really a problem, but the thing is, if you do the mods now, and then they go to do a major update, all the mods are useless. But what but what people do on Nexus mods that's pretty cool is that they immediately update it like quickly. So within a couple of days, they'll already have it, you know, figured out and fixed. But yeah, mods. Are, if you get mods that just like make the map better or yeah, exactly. quality of life things, they're great because they're not going to change yep. the game. Yeah, if and sometimes they actually put them in. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's the only way. That's the only reason I ever use mods is just making yeah. the quality of play better. Uh, yeah, so I'll do that. I'll load five, six. 10 20 mods if it's going to really do something yeah. all right like that. so so just quickly um because me i've already answered the question gray i don't believe you've answered the question what feature would you like to add to the game or was it um, you said mods you got no because mods is a whole separate issue uh, so i don't want to put that you know we're talking about the game not the mods um i i think what you guys already said definitely the only other thing and it's really small is i would like to see the hot bar extended so in other words, instead of having just <laughs> you know, eight, are you taking the pass? You get two of them. I'm glad Lord. you just. I'm Have glad you said that because because the thing is with Gray is yeah he always comes in with something so random yeah on every no, game. No, I talk, no, wait, wait. Every game I talk to you about yeah, you always like I say, what would you like to change about the game? And it's always something would be the most not obvious to change. That's in my eyes the most silliest thing. Oh, because Gray is random. You just said you minute, wanted wait. a bigger hot bar, but you've got a double hot bar. No, 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 no. There was a game, and I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was uh, Borderlands. I'm not sure. But what you could do is that you could you had a choice of making one single bar longer, so you didn't have to switch between the two, or you could switch between the two, or you could add a third one if you wanted to. That was cool because it gave That's you like a choice. Every MMO. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So the but, MMOs work like that, and that would but, be cool to have because there's times where I would rather have just one long bar. At the bottom, then they have to worry about shifting back and forth from the two. But the I can't think of a, I can't think of one of the times this has happened. But every game I talk to Gray about, and I say, "What do you want to put in the game?" and it will say something like, it, "Just I for it, just good stuff." <laughs> oh, we say good stuff. Oh, it's like we're playing a game. I can't think. I really wish I could think of the last time this happened because it was hilarious. It was something like we're playing a game like Star Citizen, which is about getting lost Maps. and. And then Maps. going around, it's about going around the space and being a citizen mm -hmm. and you need to find your own way around. It doesn't hold your hand. And he comes straight in and says, this is stupid. I need a map. They need to put a map in the game. And I was like, that defeats the whole object of the game. The guide mark, the guide marker thing. I forget like they do in uh, Hogwarts. But it's like it's always with great. It's always something that's so big. It's game breakingly big. If they changed it, they'd be like, oh, God mode. If they had God mode, it'd be so much better in this game. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, for well, this, I this way, if you have the opportunity to put in something customized that you want, why not? So in other words, like a lot of not everybody, but I have a problem sometimes on navigating when uh, things when it's very large and I'm inside or whatever and forgetting it's a spatial kind of thing when you're playing a game. 
remembering whether this was a turn left or turn right to get out of some place that I'm in. It's called being so, old, right? It's called being no, old. No, it's, 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 I've always been like that with games. So, so, when, so when they had a choice to turn on or turn off a guide path or marker or whatever you want to call it, I would turn it on so that I could know where to turn. You know what he's trying whatever. to say? He's the guy that plays Forza Motorsport and has every assist on, and then he has like this track which has got like the green and red triangles all over it to tell him where to go. And I thought, oh like, yeah, off, but off, 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 on off, Forza off. though, it's like this: it goes around and you follow the road. I mean, you know, not not too difficult. But right, well, I got um, a couple of features. Yeah, go on, go for it, Yoda. So hold on, hold on. I've just I got, I've just got to stress one thing. Um, okay. I don't know if I'm right, but I do believe Yoda's. He's got a yeah. pen in his hand and he's written down notes. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Have you? Oh, mate, that's adorable. You're far wait, too wait, prepared Yoda. for this. Yoda, hey, Yoda. Not only Yoda, that, Yoda, but it's Yoda. a fountain pen. Oh. Here you go, Yoda. Right here, see? Yoda. Fountain pen, man. I'm pulling Look a gray. Have you ever heard of a Google Doc, man? Stop killing trees. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, screw the environment. Uh, we're killing, we're we're killing pixels. Like a true Texan. I'm from Texas. We don't care about the environment. We can that. tell. We, we can got tell. all kind of environment. Right, everybody listening... <laughs> This is a disclaimer. We do not want to kill trees, and we don't agree with Texans. That's right. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> all the of his views, the views are his own. Know, are, let let the poor guy get to what he yeah, wants. Right, let's go go shush, 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 uh, I, ha- I have two things. Uh, the first one is is I'd like to see that um, the ability to easily switch uh, uh, items between different boxes. Like where you could have two box inventories up at the same time, and you could move them from box to box right, instead just of pause. having to, Pause. Pick it out. Could you obviously miss something? And... I missed something. You probably. haven't got any magic boxes, have you? I do have magic boxes. But they, and those are awesome. That? That's a brilliant oh, idea. So the way you should describe this yeah. is because this is I I actually said I wanted this feature, but you just described it slightly different. Is not an auto switch boxes, but a, something that you can create like a like a like how you have like a forge or something, but a new thing that you drop your items into it. And it will put them on the same location as where you've already stored them. Sure, yeah. So, like, if you've got, like, for me, I have all my stone in one box, and I have all my wood in another box, and all my plants in another box, and it's well annoying coming back to base and then having to go to all the boxes and unload individually all the bits. Yeah, yeah. But if, even if they made it really hard to get this tool, that you could just walk over to it and, it, and do unload, and it will unload all of it to where you've already stored that stuff. Yeah. That but that's something that might come up in a mod. You know, it's a quality of life thing. Yeah, the okay. other thing is specifically for comic, and it's they need to add fishing. But I'm early on in the game. I have seen no water anywhere. Oh. There's no water. That's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. I've seen mud. That's true. Yeah, I've seen mud. Yeah, yeah mud and puddles. And, and, and I've seen rivers of the red stuff, like the shroud stuff. Yeah. I've seen no water anywhere in the game. No ponds, no puddles, no... I've seen, yeah, just the mud pits. That's no quite rivers. funny. That's quite so, funny. So wait I... a minute. So wait a minute. So you mentioned comic. That's because he wanted to fish, right? <laughs> yeah, he fishes in every game. I know. Like, so I'm, I'm thinking about it. my friend here. It doesn't matter how crap the game it. is either. It could be Stardew Valley, and he'd be like, I'm just going to fish all day. That's all I want to do. And then he yeah. takes a break from gaming, and he goes fishing in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, that's definitely, that is definitely a really, really good one for the auto-unload box. That's a great point, because I never really thought about it. I'm running around doing things, and I'm like, I didn't even think about that. That was good. 
Yeah, there is no water, but there is Watch, lava when, everywhere. When they when they extend the map, they're gonna make one biome that's nothing but water. But <laughs> yeah, I do water think water Kevin Costner. But what I do think is <laughs> I think something in the story with that. I think the lava is just the bottom of the biome completely. So the bottom of the floor is always going to be... If you dig down in any part of the map and you keep digging, you won't come to, like, bedrock. You'll come to that lava and you'll just you'll just melt. It's gone. And I think... Somebody has to figure this out by the time y'all do the next part. Oh, wait a minute, Yoda. Yoda, I just thought of something. There is water. Where? There's wells all over the place. <laughs> Leading yeah, to have where? you seen you water in out. the wells? Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. Tell you there's water. No, no, I haven't physically water. seen the water. But if you walk up to it and you click on it, you fill up your water bags that you have. Yes. So but yes, it's... there's water, but so where does it come from? Now you got me interested. I want to do a <laughs> nick. I'm gonna Great. go next to a. I'm gonna go next to a well and just dig straight down. <laughs> well, you'll just dig straight underneath it because you can just move and the see well. See if I hit a grass. lake underneath or something. I don't know. <laughs> water. The lava. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's kind of, that would be interesting if you could actually dig down and create your own well or your own way of irrigating your crops by digging down. That would be neat. That would yeah. be neat. Did we miss anybody with features who hasn't done any features? Joe. Joe. Did you yeah. say what what you'd like to add to the game? I haven't said anything, but I would be good if they could improve the map. Well, I'd make it bigger. Digs. What do you mean? So you could see where you've gone for one, and also you could see what level certain areas are yeah. so when you're at a higher level you don't keep on going back to the low level oh, areas right. yeah but yeah. it has got that on the map you can't see what it, level it, anything it, is yeah because what yeah. you're talking about level in height no no, no like, like level. difficulty like, level yeah oh right but the thing is the reason why they've done that is so that you explore where you can and can't go i would say um yeah, because if they had I know that they, they the way they've tried to do this is is with the shroud, with because if there's red shroud you can't go into it, and it's only when you level up your flame water you can go further into there. And also one thing we haven't spoke about, which I was going to speak about, which leads on from what you're saying, is we need to talk a little bit about the shroud. It's called Enshrouded. The whole game's based around yeah. this shroud. No, we get um, run to yeah. There's and, a shroud. What shroud? Yeah, and so the shroud is basically like a smoky mist with everything's evil and dark and. Manky it's global warming, Nick. It's global warming, basically. That's it's it. basically That's like in there. And you've got loads of like people that look like grey just crawling around everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with sticks. It's, it's really freaky, That's man. That's man. So Funny but hard. <laughs> <laughs> hard. Well, the good, thing is, the good thing is when I walk in, they just ignore me, so it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's like a zombie. <laughs> but yeah, the shroud, the way it works is when you go into the shroud, you have these things called shroud roots. Um, I'm assuming you've all killed a shroud root. One. Yes. One. Okay, so it's like a big red root in the floor, normally surrounded by a couple of bosses, um, or one boss or whatever. Not, um, not always, yeah. Nick. Not, sometimes mm. I've came across a couple that have nothing. Yeah, sometimes yeah, so. early on there's some like with those. nothing. But <laughs> as you go through the game, they get a lot harder and you get a lot bigger bosses by them. Yeah. Um, and basically what you do is the whole map's covered in shroud to start with. You can only move, a, like Joe said, you can only move a, a little section, bit around. Section, not yeah, the whole map. No, no, the way it works is... But it's mostly most of the map has got shroud over it, um, right? But they're patched out everywhere, like yeah. So it know. stops you going anywhere you shouldn't be going at that level. And what happens is, as you upgrade your flame altar, you will then part of the red. So say what happened to me is I got to the point where I was following the missions because you got like about ninety missions to do. Ninety, and I was, yeah. There's loads. 
and I was following the missions. I've done all of them. I was following I've the missions. Like five, I think. And all of a sudden, you get to the point where it says, "Oh, go and collect this from this place," and you look, and it's in the red shroud, and you think, "Oh, yeah. I, I can't go there because I'll die in a minute." Because when you go in a red shroud, you you just instantly die, as you saw from my video. Not not instantly, not well, instantly. About five seconds. I actually actually ran across red shroud, and I, I mean, I barely made it, but I was like, I looked at the map, Your feet and it was hot. very thin. And I was like, screw it. I'm going for it. Don't lie. And you roly polyed across there, did. didn't you? <laughs> you roly polyed across. <laughs> yeah, there, there was good... some roly polying involved and some gliding and some jumping <laughs> and some, some flapping <laughs> of the wings. I've not seen any red shrouds at all yet. I, I mean, can. I haven't yeah, you will. too far. Uh, yeah. You will see it. But but what It'll happened? be the last is, thing you see. So I <laughs> played the game trying to go through all the missions because I wanted to complete it and see if there's a storyline or stuff like that. And there's no storyline at the moment. It's just open. Uh, to going through and completing. But what happens is you get to a point. So say, Gray, you're exploring like you like to do. You will come mm. to the Red Shroud where you can't get out of that little area. And the only way for you to get out of that little area is to complete missions and to up, upgrade your altar. Otherwise, you'll be stuck in that area. And what will happen is you'll be playing the game and you'll get to a point where your mission's in the Shroud and you'll be like, oh, I can't do that one. I'll do something else. You do a different mission, and then it'll be like, oh, I can't get any further. That one's in the shroud. I'll do something else. And then you'll be like, all oh, right, I can't really get any further. And then what you do is you turn from the missions, and you turn to going like, all right, maybe I'll build my base up for a little bit. Um, and then you go, oh, actually, I'm going to work on my altar. And my, your altar will need loads of special ingredients to upgrade it. Right. And it's so good because then you upgrade it, and then you look at the map, and you go, oh, I could do that mission over there now. I can do that mission. I can't do that one still, but I can do that one over there. And the game's got a really unique way of unlocking where you can and can't go at your levels. Um, yeah. And then you sort of go through it. I'm already level 25. I've upgraded my... Have you upgraded your altar, Joe, to the max? Yeah, level 6, yeah. Are you? So I've got to go up one level on my altar. Um, I don't know if you know this, but in the north of the map, if there's a, like an opening that goes through into another yeah, part yeah. of the map. Is it still red for you? Yeah, it's still red. Yeah. So There's e still areas that are red. Yeah. yeah, so basically the way the devs have done it is, it's a very smart way of doing it is, they've completed a massive chunk of the map for you to do and they've sort of left it open so that they're going to keep unlocking bits as they go, um, which is really, really cool, I think, because there's so much to do. The map is already humongous, ain't it? Like, there's yeah, so yeah, many different yeah. biomes. Yeah. And one thing that shocked me about the game is, is I'm in trees and, like, forest... And then I'm in snowy mountains, and then I'm in a desert, and then like I think I'm near the end of the game, and all of a sudden another biome pops up, another pops up, another pops up, and then I'm underground, and then it just keeps throwing it at you. Mm -hmm. And because of it's so unique the way this game is, and they haven't had to do like level design and everything, they've just customized buildings and maps. Every single base you go in is completely different; they're never the same, um, and it's really really cool. Um, has anybody got anything they want to say about the shroud? What's um, the maximum you can um, stay in there when you upgrade everything? That Joe said maybe 10 minutes or something? I think I'm on 10 six. minutes, but you've also yeah, got potions. You can take yeah. potions that give you extra four minutes, so you could probably stay up to f to 14 minutes in there, which is quite a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm on 12 minutes without any potions at the moment. Oh, are you? Nice. Yeah. nice. Probably because it's level six altogether. So, well, the, the, the other thing you can do, and I didn't even know this, I was running through the shroud and the thing's ticking off and I'm going like, oh my God, where's how do I get out of here? And then all of a sudden I started seeing the little red things that you go up and pick and it adds a minute or yeah. maybe two minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then you run all around again and you find another one in the distance and you do it again. 
And then they have these other things. I forgot what it's called, but it's like a glowing ball. And when you stand next to it, you're safe and it recharges your timer. But if you walk away from it, the timer immediately starts. Yeah, to so that glowing ball is a save point. So if you right. die, that's the, when you see them, you should go up to them and you can actually take uh, sparks off of them, which you use to level your water up. Yeah. But normally they're on um, shroud routes. So where you get one of them, it's a save point because if you go down that elixir well, there'll be a route down there and a boss. So you go down, you kill that. Once you've killed that route, so all the shroud routes across the game, if you kill one of them, the shroud will disappear from that area. Yeah. All and of then it all becomes green and nice again. <laughs> But the, the reason I was asking about the, the shroud length of time is the first time I played this, I wasn't dying a lot like some some of our uh, colleagues yep. and members what have at the very start like die a lot. And I'm like, why am I not dying a lot? And then last night, uh, Joe and Yoda will tell you especially, uh, I was getting frustrated. I went into the shroud and I got lost. And I'd never been lost in the shroud in the first two sessions. Third session, I get lost and I kept dying. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going back for my stuff, not because I've got OCD like Yoda, but because there was actually shit in there. So I wanted to grab my stuff, but then it was never ending of the dying and getting back, and then the enemies were tougher. So I'm like, I need a boost, man. This is this sucks. I get frustrated and went. Home. No, there's potions. You'll see, there's <laughs> potions that yet you find. But that's and what eventually I'm saying. you can make them. I think with the alchemists and stuff. But that's so. what's so good about the game. It's like you got to a point where you got frustrated because you tried to go too far too quick. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, yeah, because I've had I, times I, I, I where guess. I've gotten out and with like maybe five or ten seconds to spare. Yeah. And there's like like that adds some fun to it, you know, some urgency. Yeah. What what one thing to add to that is is you die when the timer runs out. You die within a couple of seconds. Yeah. I if we're, if we're tweaking it slightly, especially the shroud nearest to where you live, just as a starting point, make it that your life just goes down a lot quicker. It sh you shouldn't be, that's it, game over. That's just a, a small nitpick. If they could tweak that, that would be nice. Well, the thing is, there's ways to get around this stuff. Like the shroud is and time, that's on you because you only get a certain amount of time. But when you're in there, say you're fighting a boss and stuff like that, you, what you're supposed to do, and I what don't do it a lot, Comic kept moaning at me about it, is you can very, very easily make bandages and small potions. So yeah. what you can do is, is you can just get water and red mushrooms, uh, and I don't know if it's string or something else, but you can find them very easily. You can rack up about 50 red potions all across your bar, and with these potions, you can literally spam it and keep refilling, and that will help you so much more. If you just prepare to go into the battle... Uh, yeah. Or prepare to go into the shroud. The day will help you, so make it so How? much easier. But but you, when you when you when you run out of time in the shroud, it literally within two seconds you're dead. So what are you suggesting when that happens? You run out. You've got your button. You just keep spamming that, and that's yeah. enough to get you out the shroud. Yeah. Because no it no keeps no no. Adding to your timer. No no. When you're in the shroud, that's different. If you're in the shroud, the smart thing to do, wherever you go in and you're gliding in is look for places where you can see is sticking out of the shroud. Yeah. Yeah. So or, big towers and stuff. yeah or by a yeah. wall, because what you probably haven't noticed about this game is you can double spam a jump button and you'll jump, glide, jump, glide, jump, glide. Any hill you're against, the, the character will actually go up the hill if it's vertical. And what you can okay. do is if you're going to die, in the vertical, though. if you, if you're going to die in the shroud with timing, when you've got like a minute left, you run wherever you can see the closest wall on the map, run to that wall and start climbing up it and you'll get out. But what it does say in the game, if you did read the law when it comes up, it says 
always sticks to the paths in the shroud because the path will always take you out of the shroud. Yeah, the roads. So the, yeah, yeah, so the way it works is the path comes down into it one side and out the other side. So if you see a path and you follow it, it will take you through, but it will also take you out. So there's as long as you go the right direction. Now, the only the only drawback to that, because I had it happen to me, is that I was taken to the path. But if I had kept on the path, I would have died. So I'm just sitting there going like, I'm veering off this way. And even though I wasn't sure, I did come out of the shroud and I could regenerate. That, that was yeah. fine. And there are other things in this game. Um, not so much cheating, but you can go for certain items um, early on in game, which are end game items. You can go and find items which will help you out a lot. You go to the right places if you can yeah. get there. Um, and, there's, and there's a guide. Gray will probably have a guide for that somewhere, no doubt. Yeah, well, I'm oh, not going to no, give any spoilers that. away for stuff like that because it's, it's, it's game-breaking if you get some of this stuff. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you another thing. I, now that I, you brought up something interesting that I have kind of solved, but it would be nice if you could actually put things on the map or or show that you've already been there. You can. Like was, Joe, was, yeah. Joe, was, Joe was saying that, but I noticed that like on the wells... Okay, when you complete the well and you chop the shroud, it has a little green check mark. But yeah. when you discover anything else, they don't even they don't put a check mark that you've already been there or discovered it. So that would be no, nice. because the check mark for the wells is when you've killed the root and that's been ticked off. No, I get it, I get it. But it would be nice to have some kind of indicator like that that you've already gone there and visited. And you just well, you have. If it's one. got a yellow diamond next to it, it means you found it new and you haven't been there. Once you've been there, that diamond goes, I believe. No, no there's old things no. that have diamonds on. Yes, and I and I even remembered when I came into the game, I see diamonds all over, and then as soon as you float your mouse over, the diamond disappears. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does disappear, yeah. So that's not good. Oh. Mm. So what I did, and you don't have to do this, but this is just an idea. I went to an interactive map, but what I did on the interactive map is that I shut down a lot of the stuff on the interactive map, except where I could tell it that I've already been there. So what I do is I make my own markers and I sit there and I go like, you know, been there, been there, been there. You been don't there. really need to do that, though, because as you go through the missions, you will see everything on the map. No, I understand. It's not the that's not the point. The point is, as I'm doing it and, and there's fog everywhere or the fog of war or whatever, um, I, I use the interactive map and I put in my own marker on the interactive map and say, I've been been there, been there, been there. So I make like one cut. Let's say I put blue markers or whatever. So yeah. Everywhere I put the blue marker. I know I've been there, so I can look at the map real quick and go, like, right, I've been there. And so that's okay, a help. So... But if they did something like that in the game, it's not a hard mechanic to do. It would be nice. You could just, you know. Yeah. So you can, I... you can do some custom markers, but the custom markers aren't, aren't you can't name anything. So you put no, a custom but what marker... you do is, like, so for me, I've used a custom marker because you can have about five different little pictures and then you can have different right. colors. So what right. I did is I put bags, like little pictures of the like the money bags. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get to a mine, which is a decent mine, like an iron mine, or because um, clay is everywhere, um, tin and stuff like that, but a copper and thingy, I will put them on there as a bag, and then I know if I need yeah. to go and get, because that's the stuff you need a lot of, um, and I'll put that on the map like that. The only reason that I don't do that is because I find the interactive map is so much easier because I can sit there and I can literally lay down a, a pin and I can just say copper, lay down a pin and say, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I, and I literally just look at it and go like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but that might be something they it. add in uh, as they go. Yeah. Because yeah, we exactly. know this game it's is early on. Like the map's ginormous for what is unlocked because there's only a portion of the map's unlocked at the moment. Well, the nice thing about such a big map is I've only covered maybe, I don't know, maybe... 25% of the map so far. 
And even in that 25%, I'm having a blast. So I can imagine, the, you know, the rest of it. Yeah, it's going to be and, massive. And the thing that I like about this game is, is it's, they can literally, it's never ending. They can, they can mm. keep building more and more buildings. They could even turn around to members of the community who have built good buildings and gone, that building looks really good. Can we bring that into the game? They've got an unlimited source of crazy buildings and bases and stuff. So as you go through, one thing that really, really shocked me was when I first started, you know, as you start, you come out, you make your base in that first area where we all make our base. And then there's a bridge to go across, isn't it? You're sort of like on this side of the bridge before you go over in the very beginning. Now, for me, I wanted to explore wherever I could before I went across that bridge. So I went left and I just started coming across these random houses on hills and I was looting them houses, and I thought it felt all very, like, really explorable and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, one thing that shocked me majorly was three quarters away through the game, and I've played 100 hours of this game, so about 60 hours in, I thought I'd seen it all and done it all. And then I actually walk into a city. And I don't know if you felt this, Joe, but all of a sudden I was like, yeah. oh, my God, how big is this city? There's 50 buildings Some of those- yeah, they're massive, some of those later game yeah. places. There's so much going on. And you know how much fun those yeah. one those are? You go in there and smash everything and, fly, yeah, and get all yeah, the Yeah, but the thing is, you get almost overwhelmed with it because you've got chests and stuff. And the, what I like about this game is if I go into any house I just with my axe, I just start smashing everything, it will give you materials for everything you're smashing up. So yeah. you can claim up everything. And this is one of the only games I know where it gets to like 100 hours in and I'm still exploring every single building and taking everything I can because I want to mm. take it back to my I want to take it yeah, back yeah. to my base and I want to put them all in their little boxes in their own little chests in case I need them at some point. Like I must have eight eight amounts of cloth and I don't even use them anymore. But I've just got I can't get rid of them. It's like it. <laughs> boxes and boxes. I must of cloth. keep all five thousand pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's what it's like. Um, yeah, but yeah, the game's, it's just absolutely crazy when you see these cities and it's not just one city, there's a few of them. So it's like, and they're all, they're all so different. Like you go from one biome to another and the buildings are just so different. Like you feel like you've gone from a different world to another world. And it's just yeah, so not... much from such a small little um, team and game. Also can... all these buildings you can build yourself because you've got Access yeah, the tools, to all yeah. the same blocks and tools, so that's great as well. Um, yeah. One thing I want to, before I forget, can I uh, either uh, hire Nick or Joe or maybe Trev to come and uh, uh, help build. me fix up where I'm at? <laughs> fix yeah. up where you're at? We'll build a base. Because cool. I, 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 don't like the, I, don't, I don't like this waste time I'm building to me. So if I hire one <laughs> not you guys, you, Yoda, you can suck. you fix a couple of these? You know, <laughs> not like, you, Yoda, you suck. It should be really easy for you and Joe because all it is is patching a roof or two for me and I could do the I don't rest know why you've even done that. I, I, I honestly feel like you will annoy more people. I know it's your game and you don't care what other people think. But even just talking on the podcast about it, I feel like uh, there's probably people out there that, that is and feel annoyed about the fact that look, just build a bloody base. It takes two minutes to build a square room. Like I can tell by the Joe, he feels that way about it. Like just build your base. I want a nice base. And since the city is right there, drop my altar and I'm good. Well, then you need to do what we're all doing and build a bloody base. (laughs) I'm a bit like gray though. I'm a bit like gray, but not to the extreme. I did build a base, but it was more of a, 
a big cube, He's a big crap, square right? at the moment, and that that'll, that'll do me for now until I've got some more missions, and then I'll maybe up, uh, upgrade it a little bit more. Yeah, because what I find so. happens in this game is is you play it and you don't get bored to say, but you do feel like a change. And what I did is I had done mission, 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 and I got further and further and further. And when I got to the point where I felt like, oh, I'm a bit stuck, I, I need to not take a break, but I need to like slow it down. I was like, do you know what? No one's around. I'm just going to jump on, farm materials, and I'm just going to build a massive base. And that's what I did. I went to, I'm, I'm right out in the middle of the map, so I'm really high up in the mountains. And I just built this massive base. And do you know what? It just goes higher and higher and higher and higher. Like, the mountains still, like, they're so high compared to me. So, obviously, the height map in this game is massive. And because I'm on top of a mountain, like a really skinny, pointy mountain, you, you can't, there's no stairs going up. I was going to build a tunnel into the mountain and then build stairs all the way down inside of the mountain so no one can see it, like a secret tunnel, all the way down to the lava and have a lava base at the bottom. But this is what I was saying. If you could open this map up, you could have some real crazy structures being built all over the place. It'd be really, really cool. Uh, if I can interrupt for a second, I've got to run, but I'm going to mute my mic so you still have the nice little enshrouded thing right there. That's all right. You can just leave. We don't need your enshrouded thing. It's back to front, you tit. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to reverse it. It didn't work. It doesn't realize. Every time he comes on, I'm like, you've got your picture back to front again, Gray. It's not enshrouded. It's the door is yeah, hold on, hold on, let I me, tried, hold on a minute, I let me turn around. It didn't work. I'll turn around, I'll look at it in my mirror, like a police car. <laughs> <laughs> right, see you later, Gray, cheers, all dude. Right. Yep, take care, take guys. Care, Bye. Bye-bye. Right, we're all bigger now as well. Um, I thought he was going to leave the enshrouded thing there. I thought he was just going to mute. And no, I told him to leave it there. because it's pointless just having an empty seat there. But, um, <laughs> right, we're nearly done anyway um, with this. Yeah. Uh, just a quick question. Ant did write a question in to me. And it was uh, aimed at me. It was very personal. And he said, how long before you get bored and start playing something else? And that's because he thinks that I never stick to a game or our community never sticks to a game for very long. Because you don't. Star Citizen is the only exception. Dude, if we're playing (laughs) over Christmas, we play GTA for three weeks every day solid. No wonder you're fed up then if you If you didn't get involved with us in them three weeks... That's on you. We had a wicked time and then we moved on. <laughs> hey, there's so many like games that come out these days. Why would you get stuck on one yeah. for like yeah. the rest of your gaming life? Like, I mean, just yeah. but it's like, play whatever you feel like playing. Like, like Yoda, yeah? Yoda, the reason why he's not been in every game of us recently is he's got a new baby. That's, that's like a proper commitment that, that takes you away from stuff. But I can guarantee you... If, if he didn't have that baby right now, when we played GTA, he would have been there and he would have played it. Maybe it was only a, only a couple of hours of us, but he'd have dropped in every couple of days and played for a little that's, while. And that's, that's what, end game. And that's, that's what you need. Game for you just need he people. Had the baby. People don't need to be there all the time, but people just need to yeah. drop in and, and do a bit every now and then, you know, because the community will get together with that. But if... Like, like, say how Ant said there, are oh, you going to get bored and start playing something else? And a couple of other people are like, oh, yeah, you're going to get bored and play something else. I'm not going to play a game with you because you change your mind too quick. But if you change with us, like at the moment, we're playing Star Citizen. And so, Yoda, you've been on Star Citizen. What was it like the other day? It was wicked, but it was only one session. But you yeah, were there. That's way better to be. Yeah, so, but anyway, back to Entrouded. But yeah, um, Ant, just quickly, I haven't got bored of this game. I maxed this game out completely. I've got to the highest level. The only thing I haven't done so far is um got the last altar so joe's in front of me on that sense 
but then I've got a massive base that I've built, so I'm in front with that sense. So we're sort of the same level. We've maxed out level 25, which is the max you can get, I believe. I don't think you. I don't know if you can go any higher, Joe. Can you? No, it stops giving you XP when you get to. So we're max level. We've maxed out all the bosses. And one thing I do love about this game as well, when you kill a boss, you can take its head and you can put it on the wall as a trophy. So if you nice. kill 10 bosses... That's, that's really Valheim. Cool. Yeah, because they respawn. You can keep putting them on the wall. But what this does as well is, after you've killed the first boss, uh, or any boss, once, and you put its head on a plaque and you put it on the wall, it will then give you the option to do a silver head. And you can do that, and it's bigger, but it's silver, all silver-plated. You put that on the wall... Once you've done that, it will go to a copper head or whatever. And they so get... how many do you need then? Like, so it goes three fine? and then it will go five. So, right, right, right. so basically saying to people, if they come in and you've got all like golds, they know that you've killed that boss five times on each gold. So you can rack up points with, with dead at dead like yeah. animals on your walls. Nick, um, the, the farming in the game, I asked that because you can do that, although I've only seen it in clips and videos and stuff. Have any of you guys delved into what you can and yeah. can't do? Yeah, so... I've been... Go on, Joe. Yeah, I've got a whole farm outside my base, and it's great for like. What's it called, Joe's, Joe's Farm? Joe's Farm. Yeah. <laughs> so on my base, I've got my altar on the ground floor or the bottom floor. Then I've got my base with all my stuff in it, and then on the roof because I made a flat roof. I literally put all of my crops on the roof with all fences, concrete fences around them. How London of you, man! That's such a city thing. I love it. <laughs> well, having Genius. the farm on the roof. Yeah, no, no, no. A lot of people no, are starting space. to actually grow stuff on the top of their blocks of flats and apartment buildings and whatnot. Oh, they've got a lot of damp then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's genius, right? Because that's like Valheim, isn't it? Where you had the, the, the hole and you were level on the ground and you're putting in seeds and stuff. And that got a bit tedious for me. That was a bit too much. I didn't do that too much. But it's good to know that it's in the game. Yeah, so I've done and... the same. I yeah. literally, I had no reason to put the farm in. And I was like, this is pointless. Like, what's the point? And, and Comic was like, I'm going down the magician route or whatever, yeah? Um, the mage route or whatever it is. So he was he was basically farming certain flowers because every flower in the game gives you something or it turns into mm. something. And as you go through the game, every single like commodity in the game is needed for something. So what he did at a very early stage was he was making potions for his staff and he was then boosting his staff with the skill tree because the skill tree is massive. Um, so he overpowered that and his wand. So he, he was going back to his farm. Every time he goes back there, all the flowers are growing. He's scooping them all up, making loads of potions. And then that was how he was doing it. For me, I didn't need to do that because I was, I'm like you. I had a sword and a shield. But what happened near the end of the game is I noticed that I needed to get more health potions. So I started, and I needed a lot of flax, because you need a lot of flax at the end of the game. Um, so what I started doing is I put this whole farm on my roof, and I just planted flax everywhere. And by the time oh, I come nice. back, I was just... Because otherwise you have to walk around the map looking for it, and you can find it, but you yeah. spend ages walking around for it. But then if you plant them, in 15 minutes, you've got like double the amount. You know, you put them into this seedling thing, it grows the seeds, you plant them, and they grow. Um, so the farming nice. came in really good as well, and it's another part of the base building that people just really love to do, you know? So yeah. really, really everything cool. in this game that literally is a, it's, it's actually a little bit overwhelming sometimes and i'm glad it's maybe only early access iron out the kinks and then bring out more content for people yeah. and then maybe bring out dlcs that you pay for they could they, these guys could make a killing because as, as if ross light listens to this 
Pal World has lost two thirds of its players ever since, but Shroudy is still smashing it. Do, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> hold on a minute. Trev, did I call that two weeks ago? You did, you did, and I, I knew it would happen. And and the reason people smashed it at the start was because they were curious. It's like something that rivals Pokemon, but better. They're curious. They have a shot, and then they move off and they go and play in Shrouded because it's better. Yeah, but the thing is, within Shrouded, it hasn't reached that <laughs> because of Power World came out pretty much the same time. Yeah, it hasn't reached that status yet because it's a bit more of a slow burn to get into. Whereas Power World straight away slams you into Pokemon. Collect yeah. this, collect that, collect that. So. Like Wildfire, everybody got on that because everybody loves Pokemon um, yeah. of the younger generation to us. But, we've, like I said, I, f- I don't feel like Power World's a bad game. It's a good game. But it's different, and it's got the same sort of features as this, but... This has more to do, a lot more to do. It's like the tortoise and the hare. That was really fast, but it didn't win. Now this is just going to slowly overtake because this is only just starting, whereas that's already burnt through, you yeah. know? Yeah, and, and, and pal- they're both in early access, to be fair. Yeah. I should mention that. But right, so we've spoke about pretty much anything. Is there anything anybody wants to say about the game? Um, is there anything that I've missed that you lot might want to bring up or not? What's the future of this game that anyone knows of from the Entrouty Discord or news? Does anyone follow it? I Does anyone know what the devs anything, want to do? But obviously from the map you can tell, because uh, as you get further north in the map, you start noticing buildings that aren't, they're sealed up. So they're spires and that, but they're not got doors on them. You can't break into them. When you hit them, right. it just says not effective um, and you can't do nothing. So you do sort of feel as you get out into them sort of wild lands that there's not really much out there. And what they've also done is, I said to somebody, oh, there's no snow biome in the game, but there actually is a snow biome, but it's right on the top of the mountains. And what they've done is when you get onto the top of the mountains, they don't really want you to go over the mountain into area that is like not produced yet so when you get on the mountains you you walk half speed so you like creep so what i started doing is jumping and gliding and if you actually go far enough back you'll come to actually like a see-through red wall and it's quite fair enough it says this part of the game isn't developed yet keep your eyes peeled for when we unlock this section or whatever I will need to keep an eye. I will keep an eye more than Shroudy Discord. I am part of it. I just muted yeah. everything because I want to know why they bring out stuff and then I can feed it back to the community. Yeah, and what I will say is the updates on this game have been coming out like fast, thick and fast, like all the time. They've been upgrade, updating all the different bits and problems. Um, yeah. So for me, right, let's, um, let's just say like what our overall view of the game is then. So for me... I haven't played a game and got stuck into this. The only game I feel like this will rival is Zelda, pretty much for me. And I haven't mm. even played the Zelda, so that's a funny statement to say because um, I've seen them, but I've not played them. And from what everyone says, the glider, the way it moves, the, how fast the characters move, how fluent the whole thing is. Um, I honestly, and you lot know me well enough to know what I'm like with attention span... I have played this game non-stop to get to level 25, the same as Joe, and to complete everything. I've completed every yeah. single mission. There's nothing left. The only thing I haven't done is my last flame upgrade, and I've missed some of the lore, which you can go back. It's got tick boxes for all the lore. Yeah, Nick, you would you would absolutely adore the Zelda Breath of the Wild and the Special Tears again. You would, because out of all the games we've mentioned that it's like, and it takes a bit from every game, Yeah, it's most like the recent two Zelda games. It really is, mate. And you, you could play them in emulation. You don't need to buy them for the Switch. And you would absolutely love it. You would absolutely. Right, I might, so that's I might just go ahead and check them out. 
Um, it's the most polished early access game I've ever played. I think yeah. that's how I can sum it up. Yeah, so, but I would say as well, in this day and age we're living in, G- games come out now that are AAA and you just expect them to flop or to break or to not work. Yes. And, and it's accepted yeah. now. Like, a game comes out, servers go down, and we all go, oh, let's all wait a week until it's fixed then. And then we just wait. And they cost twice as much as well. Yeah, well, th- that uh, they yeah. reckon GTA could be up to 120 quid for the game. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? That's that's like that's like veering on buying a console sort of thing, like a third of a console. Do you know what I mean? So it's crazy, crazy money. Um, and if you don't yeah. want pirating, don't be tight with the money on the thing on the games. True. You True. know. So for me, overall, this is probably one of my best early access games, and I'm excited when an update comes out for this game. Um, as long as they keep adding more and more levels, weapons, and stuff like that. I will just keep going with it. I'd love to see what they do if they do like special missions. I'd love to see some special missions come in where it's go to do things like to really upgrade yourself. You know, feel like you're still growing. Um, what about any of you? What 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 do you feel your takeaway from this game? I uh, I think it's very well done, um, especially from a small, relatively unknown. A studio that I think the only other game that they've published is uh, Portal Knights. Yeah, which I don't know much about, but you know it's not like they have this huge, uh, long track record of producing hit games. This is, I mean, it's phenomenal what they've done here. Yeah, it's a more polished product and early access than a lot of uh, fully released. Yeah, stuff one thing that I've we played. haven't said is the price. When this game came out, it had a it had a ten percent mm. sale, and I think we got the game for about twenty quid, weren't it? Twenty two fifty. It's like twenty five dollars for me. Yeah, and so I yeah. even have said to a few people, and, and tell me if you agree. Be totally honest, but I've actually said if they, because obviously the map, the game's unfinished at the moment, yeah. But if they turned round and put another quarter of the map in. And it was done properly with all new areas, new biomes, new weapons, and stuff like that. I would quite happily pay more money to get that. If they said, "Oh, it's six quid," and we're going to put a DLC that's going to give you the other quarter map, not because yeah. I think it's right, I would give it to them because I feel the work they've put into this game is they've earned that extra money. Because mm-hmm. I think the twenty-two quid this could have been a thirty-quid game, thirty-two quid game, and it would have still been. I would have felt happy with that money. And I feel like yeah. if they carry on doing such a good job and they don't just sort of let it slide, I would quite happily put more money into this. Yeah, I agree. And in the way that they've, everything is so well balanced and everything, nothing feels like a chore. Like you mentioned earlier, yeah. I love the way the story progresses. Uh, it makes you, you don't feel like you're on this linear path. You feel like you're yeah. just, exploring and the and you're discovering the story at your own pace as you go along um like i have no idea where i am in the story because yeah. i don't feel like i'm playing a story because game, it's not there's though, not really a story to you know, follow it's more of other individual stories you're bumping into as you go through right you know yeah exactly so, it just it just feels it feels so natural. Yeah. I guess. So what about you, Joe? What you, what's your overall takeaway from this game? I've been really enjoying it. And yeah, especially for how much you pay for it. It's yeah. great, yeah. Yeah. Very, so what about yeah, you, Trevor? Have you already well. been? Uh, no, I've already touched it briefly before that it's it's one of the most polished 
early access games I've ever played, and I'm surprised why they went for early access release. Maybe they were like, oh, there's a few tweaks and things we have to yeah. change, and we have to... I think they, they focused on the initial uh, map and stuff they've got, made it as good as they could, and they done that instead of trying to build too big, if that makes sense, because that would be too much. There'd be more glitches and stuff to test. Yeah. So like Nick said, bring out bring out DLCs later with more bits of the map if you want. I don't begrudge it, as long as you're not greedy. I £22.50 for that, or £25 yeah. full price, $30. That's brilliant. Yeah. Cracking value. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm just well excited for what comes up next to see, because I feel like this is the kind of game that I'm going to max out on. So whatever they put into it, say an update comes out tomorrow and they're like, oh, we put a new boss in. If there's a, there's a new boss in this place, I will jump on. I'll go straight to that boss yeah. I'll, and I'll complete it. And then I'll wait again until something else comes out. And so yeah. far, there's nothing that's pissed me off in this game. Not one thing. It's just worked nicely. I've not seen a single glitch yet, touch wood. I mean, maybe there is the odd one. I've not seen a single one yet for me. Anyway, yeah, I haven't got stuck in any walls. Wild. I haven't got stuck in any floors. Because the thing is, you can dig your way out of any floor. You can, yeah. uh, you can always fast travel back to your base if you're outside the shroud. Now, see that bit you get stuck in? I watched you in video. You, one of the altars where it's got the little gap between the two walls and you fall down. I fell down the exact same bit yesterday. And I was like, oh, God damn, I've done a neck. I get stuck. <laughs> I managed to get out, though. Yeah. But that's that's not a glitch. That's just user error. Yeah, you know, you because that's the thing with a lot of games. They will randomly generate the, the land, and then that's why you get, like, Valheim is, like, generated. So... You, you can get but this stuck isn't... in things and get stuck and fall through the earth and stuff like that. This map is the same though; it's not procedurally generated. That's the yeah. one thing to mention, and that's maybe that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Sometimes you just build the same map, the exact same map, static map, and make it as good as you but can. But a lot of effort's you... gone into it because you can tell. Oh yeah. I yeah. noticed from what happens with this: if you unlock a spire, you can glide from that spire, and I noticed it's very well balanced to know where you can get to on that spire. So as you come down off that spire. Yeah. You would just make it to certain parts. They allow you just to like hit that lip so you can jump on. Yep. But it gives you that feeling of, oh, I nearly didn't make that. Like, you know, it's not <laughs> yeah. just been randomly thrown together. The whole thing's been fought out really, really well. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that pretty much brings us... Because uh, we've, we've been talking for two hours about this. That's impressive, mm-hmm. man. That, that, that's testament alone to the game. Because like, you're not on the yeah, show. Yeah, because Trev did say to me, and this is no lie... I said, look, we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll set two two hours aside to do it or whatever. And if it goes over, whatever. And we could talk for longer. And he was like, are we going to be able to talk about a game for that long? And I was like, it's going to go fast. <laughs> and to be fair, it has gone really fast. Uh, we've spoke yeah. about most of the things in the games. And if anybody out there is listening that wants to talk about more about Entrouded, uh, just put your questions in um, to the uh, Extreme Gaming Podcast Discord. I was nearly going to yeah. say something else then. And uh, we'll get them on the regular show because... This is a one-off show, so like this is the first one we've ever done that's outside. This won't have a number. This will just be called Entrouded. Um, it won't have a number, uh, and we'll if there's other games out there, I will be doing one of these on Star Citizen at some point as well, um, because I feel like Star Citizen is another game that we could just sit, sit there and talk about for ages. But um, yeah, apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. I really appreciate everybody sending the questions in and getting involved and everybody that's actually got involved with the podcast. You guys for coming on. You're more than welcome to come on the regular podcast if you ever want to. Um, And with that, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Cheers, everyone, for coming on. And we'll see you all later on. Bye-bye. Bye.